Hey everybody and welcome to Anime Stroganoff. I am Eli. And I'm Lilith. And today I'm going to be sharing just a few hot takes I have about certain types of anime. These are solely my opinion. Solely, An solely entire my opinion. episode about hot takes from Eli. Yeah, this is this is, this is golden. Uh, yeah, this is, this is solely my opinion. Uh, I can't stress uh, that enough. That <laughs> yeah. these are only Eli's opinions, not mine, not Lilith's. I mean, Eli's. Strictly speaking, usually when I say an opinion, it is probably my own and should not be affiliated with other people. But especially in this case. Especially in this case. But, uh... Recording this, it's very cold outside. I don't, I don't want to... It, 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 this, this is a state of Texas. Uh, it is much too south to be this damn cold. <laughs> very much so. It, 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 it was negative two with the wind chill today. That That's centigrade. Uh, I, I use, like, normal people units. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, fair enough. And I hear but, we're yeah. uh, expected to get a bunch of uh, cold storm coming in. Very Yeah, exciting. it's gonna get worse. Yeah, gonna get worse. Good old Texas. Good old Texas. But, uh... Slice of life. <laughs> I have watched... A lot of slice of life's. Uh, <laughs> I, I'd say that well, it seems like one comes out every season. There is at least there is more than one that comes out every season for for a very long time. <laughs> there has been at least at least multiple coming out per season. Uh, here's a, here's a quick non-exhaustive list. Got got to flash my cred here. So it's like it's not like I'm ranting because I watched two different things, uh, and and yes, be prepared for wildly varying va varying between English and very terrible Japanese here. Uh, Akun, Gabriel Dropout, Kill Me Baby, Kobayashi, Demon Girl, Sleepy Princess, Engage the Unidentified, Seiton, Student Council President, Senko San, Are We Lost, Tony Kawa, Kagiyama, Is the Order a Rabbit, Military, Jingye. Can't pronounce that one at all. Uzaki-chan, Upote, Watatan, Squid Girl, Mitsubishi Colors, and Rifle is Beautiful. That is not all of them. That's just the ones I could remember when writing the list. Wait, you've watched Squid Girl? Uh, I've watched a few episodes. Okay. Yeah, it uh, did not grab me. <laughs> I, feel, I feel like there's a joke to be made there, but uh, I deliberately, on that list left off like, two different types of slice of lives and these are also i feel like i should state this just for the record if i say something like if i say something that's like part of a genre or something that's usually how i define it that's not like a dictionary definition don't go looking these up you're not going to find it somewhere so like narrative slice of lives like girls last tour school live that sort of thing those are not on this list those are those are a, those are a horse of a completely different color. Likewise, if there's like a cooking focus towards the slice of life, so it's like a cooking show more than a slice of life, like food stay nights, we just lightning that sort of thing. It's also not on the list. We're talking about just mostly just purely slice of lives, particularly slice of lives with a gimmick, which is not all slice of lives, but it it, it certainly feels that way sometimes. There's a lot of them. <laughs> yes, there are. There's a few ones I have questions about. Namely, uh, are we lost? Or is it are you oh, lost? Oh, dear or... God. Are we lost? Are we lost? Yes. You've described that one to me. Oh, yes. Uh, also, I don't get the title because they are very clearly lost. <laughs> uh, continue. <laughs> well, yeah. Um... Basically, my question is, how is that a slice of life? Like, justify that being on the list. That is... That is borderline. There are a few of these that are borderline. That is definitely borderline. It's one of those instructional slice of lives. 
kind of like uh, how Yuru Camp uh, gives a lot of instructions on how to go camping. Uh, Except in this case, it's instructions for how to how safely to survive bat being marooned, <laughs> being marooned on a desert island somewhere. Those, 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 those uh, a bunch of like, like it's like three girls from high school in Japan. Um, like their plane went down. They nothing ever seems to be said about the other people on the plane. I'm assuming none of them were flying, so there's at least one dead person that they just are not worried about at all. Uh, <laughs> that is a show that there's one girl who has her shit together, and actually she's been abandoned in the wilderness so many times, I think she should actually be just forbidden from using public transportation. Uh, just as a, as, a, as a general precaution. Like, they, she, like she, they pull up a map, and she's like, she's like, oh yeah, you know, this is not the first time this has happened to me. Like, as like a child, she's like dying out in the desert with her dad. Their guide stole their camels and left them for dead. I'm like, is your dad a grave robber or something? <laughs> why, why are you why are you marching through the swamps of Botswana? <laughs> like, you're, you're, you're freezing to death in a cabin in Siberia. What does your dad do for a living that allows this to go on? And why does he bring a six-year-old child with him? But uh, yeah, that that's particularly an annoying example, because uh, you got the one girl who like knows what she's doing, and then like three of the whiniest shits on the planet. <laughs> they are well and truly horrible people, and I would I would have greatly more enjoyed that show if she had killed them and buried them on the beach. <laughs> All literally, right, one of them throws literal temper tantrums when she doesn't get what she wants because she realizes that it's like if I sit around and complain about being hungry, then this girl who knows what she's doing will feed me. <laughs> Enough about that show, but uh, these things they come. I that I, that got on my list of like things to potentially watch. Uh, for the reason that a lot of these things I ended up watching because, like, at some point I saw, like, people, like, memeing it and talking about it. I'm like, oh, okay, so it's, like, a super good show then if everyone's, like, talking about it. I'm like, no, it just has either quality screen caps or it's just whatever would happen to be watching that that uh, for three months. It started with, like, oh, like, everyone's speaking about but this uh, red-haired demon girl character. I should probably watch that show. Uh, and I just now realized while saying that that could literally describe two shows on this list. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm specifically talking about is Gabriel Dropout. <laughs> and oh. I watched it, I'm like, okay, this is, this is fine. I uh, don't know why everyone likes it so much. Like, it's fine, I guess. Uh, don't know why people like Satanya. She is the absolute worst. <laughs> yeah, uh, what's it, like, first, second hot take of the night? I think that Satanya's the absolute worst. I hate her. I, I feel like every time she suffers in that show, uh, she brought it on herself. Even if she didn't directly do anything to deserve it. God, she's awful. <laughs> she is! I'm not saying anything. <laughs> I'm just letting the hot takes simmer. Uh, everyone hates on Gabriel, like the main character. That well, I mean, they're like there's four, there's four main characters. But everyone hates on Gabriel. It's like, oh, she's a lazy piece of shit. I'm like, uh, yeah, she's a lazy piece of shit. But like, that's it. <laughs> like, she's not hurting anyone. You have Satanya, who just because she sucks at being evil doesn't change the fact that she has the stated goal of becoming queen of hell and creating some reign of like a thousand years of terror on the human race. Good shit. Failing Good at shit. being evil is not an excuse for just for, for, for liking someone. True. Uh Demon Girl, the other show that could that could have fit that description. Um That one was actually really funny. Well it wasn't that funny. It was slightly funny. It was funny enough to where when I heard a season two get announced, I'm like, eh, I might watch that. But, like, not like, yeah, I'll totally watch that. 
It's 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 moderately funny. Had some good memes. Uh, kind of stupid. Uh, had a random twist in it that uh, spoiler alert for Demon Girl. As it turns out, her dad was the cardboard box all along. This won't make any sense unless you've watched it. Also, they use the cardboard box that's their dad as a dining room table. Yeah. Still, still, still trying to wrap my head around that one. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Uh, shocking twists are the absolute worst in these random slice of life shows. Like that one, that one was awful. Uh, funny, absolutely hilarious, but so stupid. Uh, Engage the Unidentified is another one. And... Oh, dear God. I'm just, I was just watching it because, like, you know, the memes. You know, gotta stay up with the memes. It's the internet. It's it's 2021. It's, it's the modern day. If you don't keep up with the memes, then, uh... Well, you're you're not gonna understand what people is what people are talking about. I mean, I speak in a dialect of ten percent references, ninety percent memes, <laughs> or is it ninety percent references and ten percent memes? It's one of those. It it varies from week to week. It varies from week to week. Depends on whether or not I've been watching things or just looking at memes all day. So I'm just watching it, and I'm I'm getting along, and I'm like, all right, this is occasionally making me laugh. It's vaguely interesting. All right, all right. And then just like they're they're sitting there talking, it's like, Al, as you might have guessed, we're not exactly human. I'm like, wait, what? No, as I not would have guessed. And turns out they're like fairy werewolf stuff or whatever. I'm like, <laughs> this is episode five. I'm like, this is uh, certainly a thing to reveal that they're like fairy creatures who live in the hills like what whatever they said like oh yeah we grew up in the hills i'm like oh so they grew up in like a really tiny piece of shit town no they grew up in the hills like in the hills in the hills huh that's certainly one way to do the she concept uh i suppose it makes sense like, as, especially as to why their letters from home take the form of arrows fired through the window. <laughs> but, uh, that show reminds me of Watauten in that, you, like, you have this one side character with very pedophilic tendencies, and everyone just sort of laughs. Like... Watauten is actually probably the biggest offender. I stopped watching that show because you have a grown woman luring small children into her house with the promise of candy. And I, I, like, I don't care. Like, oh, like, it's okay. She's not, like, gonna hurt them. Like, no, she's not. But still probably shouldn't be luring strange children into your house with the promise of candy. Uh, you got, you got Benio, who... Is that her name? I don't know. I don't remember any of those characters at all. No idea. Like, there's the really small one that she calls Marshmallow. Uh, she's funny. The 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 small one, not the one who calls her Marshmallow. But when she starts going, like, you know, oh, you know, you know I, I like my sister, but I also like tasty little girls. I'm like, that is not a sentence that you should be saying to a small <laughs> child. Probably in general, yeah. but also not to a small child. Yeah. And everyone's like, oh, it's funny. I'm like, it's not funny. <laughs> That's just me. I, I just find things like that not funny. Apparently, I'm one of the only ones. So some, I guess I'm somehow in the wrong here. Pretty much, yeah. There's one like common plot line in a lot of Slice of Life's that I absolutely detest. Mostly because it happens all the time. Uh, it's like 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 the one character like, oh, I must leave now, and I will never see you again. Woe is the tragedy. Uh, Gabriel Dropout did that. Kobayashi did that. Demon Girl did that. Sleepy Princess kind of slightly did it. Engage the Identified uh, kind of subverted it in an actually a somewhat interesting way. 
Uh, student council president did it. Senko-san did it. Upote kind of slightly did it. And then <laughs> Uzaki-chan took the piss out of it. Which, when, when you have, when you have, you know it's like an actual thing. When you have a show taking the piss out of it. But like, in Uzaki-chan, like, like last episode she's like, oh, I'm sorry, I can't spend any more time with you. And then it turns out it's just because she forgot to do like her homework or stuff. So she has to like study and can't do the fucking about that consists of 99% of Uzaki-chan. Uh, and then, like, they, so they subverted in Engage the Identified, which surprisingly, I say it's certainly an interesting show, if a strange show. Uh, like, it's like, oh, uh, like, they, I don't even remember why she had reason to believe that they, like, had an argument or something, but, like, they, I, I, I literally don't remember at all. But, like, the guy just leaves a note saying, hey, we've gone back to the hills. And she's like, oh, that's odd. Oh, all their stuff is gone. That's extremely concerning. Did they leave? I should go blundering off into the snow-covered mountains in January after them to, like, apologize for whatever transgression I have done. She almost dies. They get up. She, then it's like... Wait, you thought we were leaving, like, permanently? No, we were going to, like, get, uh, spring clothing because it's, you know, the seasons are changing. Like, we don't need winter jackets anymore. But you you took your school textbook with you, too. Yeah, because the school year's over. We need next year's textbooks. Why would we keep last year's textbooks just lying around? It's it, it's kind of <laughs> dumb, but... <laughs> yeah, it sounds very dumb. <laughs> it's dumb, it's like... Like, what did you text her anyway? It's like the little, little, the, the little girl and just goes, You texted her saying, We have returned to the hills. You need to give more description than that. <laughs> like, turns out the dude's just really bad at communication. <laughs> all right. Fair enough. Seriously, though, that happens all the time. And it's it always ends the same way, which is them not leaving. Or they leave and then they come back. Literally every time. Does it always happen in the same episode? Or do they like leave at the end of one it episode usually, and come back? It usually back happens in one of the last arcs of the of the series. Like either as a full episode or as like end of one like leading into the next one. Yeah, every okay. time. That's fair. I think it would be interesting if a series did like did that and said... This character is leaving, and they actually leave. See, that would disturb the the slice of life formula, because then you would have to like introduce new characters and like characterize well, yeah, them and give them personality I, I and make them sympathetic, <laughs> and that's just so much effort. We can just like threaten to take them away and then not do that. Well, yeah, no, I understand because it's it's a lot easier to keep working with an established character as opposed to introducing an entirely new character, especially later in the series. Like, because imagine if your favorite Sundere is taken out of a slice of life or something, and then a replacement Sundere comes in to replace them. You would feel that would feel sh really shitty. I think, yeah, but also because you're like, oh, hey, we took the character away, but we brought them back exactly the same, just different coat of paint. But it's not the same. It's not the same, no, but. Uh... Speaking of Satanya, yes, I know that this is the wrong time for that segue. I don't care. <laughs> Speaking of Satanya, uh, what's with, like, almost deliberately unlikable uh, characters in Slice of Life that just everyone somehow likes. Like the squid girl. Like she just walks up, plug walks up, like, alright, I'm taking over the world and exterminating humanity. I don't think she wants to exterminate humanity, but she's like, I'm taking over the world in the name of squid kind. I'm like, oh, that's funny. I'm like, yeah, it's funny. Uh, she's trying to take over the world. Maybe this is me reading too much into things, but, like, if you're trying to take over the world, uh, in the name of squids. Also, she vomits squid ink on pasta and then people eat it, and that is absolutely disgusting. I think that only happens, like, twice. It still- it shouldn't have happened once! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, 
I've I've watched at least the first season of Squid Girl, and she kind of abandons those plans really early on. Yeah, I, well, well, mostly because she's just incompetent. Yeah, why is incompetence considered an endearing character trait? I don't have a good answer for you. <laughs> what what is endearing about failing to be evil? Explain this to me, people in the world. Come on. Uh, I want to say kind of <laughs> like a puppy that is kind of this... tripping over its paws, and it's 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 cute because it's a puppy. No, no, it's, no. it's the, the, failing to do something it's supposed to be able to do. It's it's not like like you have a puppy. A puppy pisses on the floor. You're like, oh, it's just a puppy. Like it needs potty training. He doesn't know better. No, this is like a puppy that is trying to piss in your shoes and just can't. <laughs> like, don't go like, oh, it's so cute. No, like say, don't get out of my shoes. Push it away. Mitsubishi collars the girls try and splatter a dude with a freaking RPG that they bought from some underground gun dealer. Good times. They pulled the trigger like, oh, it doesn't work. We got scammed. Like, so you thought it was real and you tried to actually splatter some guy across like an entire building. I think that's the most famous, uh, or at least most shared yes, clip of that that's series. That's from episode one and it made me realize... Oh my god, these uh, these small children, they're the worst. They, they literally tried to commit like cold-blooded, premeditated murder. With a rocket launcher. With a, with a rocket launcher. Also, apparently they casually know an underground gun dealer. I mean, yeah, doesn't everybody? I mean, admittedly, in my case, it's an underground sword dealer, but... <laughs> underground, yeah. But uh, I I will say Gabriel Dropout would because I I first watched Gabriel Dropout back when I was just a little tiny weeblet, and <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, weeblet is just really funny, <laughs> and I watched it I'm like oh okay so I guess I guess that's what a slice of life is. And then we tried watching Non Non Biori. Uh, yes, I remember that. Yeah, I I realized uh, I should probably get like advice to any aspiring weeb out there. Don't start with something like Gabriel Dropout because it will completely confuse you when you go to a normal slice of life. Like saying like, "Where's the gimmick? Like, shouldn't they be demons and angels fighting over literally nothing?" <laughs> Should shouldn't they be like one of them be a dragon and one of them be like a be cursed? Like should one of them be like a werewolf or something secretly? Like come on, like these are just people. I they're not... country people, but you know they're still people. Country people is like a point one on the scale of weirdness. Fair enough. <sighs> But like there's there's almost inevitably a gimmick attached to slice of life, and that's like it's that's its selling point. Like Quetzalcoatl, uh, slice of life, but it stars a pedophile. Seriously, what what the hell's wrong with Quetzalcoatl? Okay, it stars a <laughs> shut-in. <laughs> it stars a shut-in who lures small children into her house with the promise of candy and sweet treats. All right, fair enough. Uh. Uzaki-chan. Actually, there's not much of a gimmick there. It's basically just slice of life, but two people taking the absolute piss out of each other. Personally, I think the gimmick in Uzaki-chan is her boobs. It's a pretty weak sauce gimmick. Yes, it is. It is incredibly weak. <laughs> well, it is part of the... Um, what's my Yes! Favorite? The, like, bullying subgenre. Yes, which is super weird that that's a subgenre of Slice of like, Life. <laughs> like, Satanya Satanya was the warning sign that no one paid attention to. Uh, because then we get to Uzaki-chan, which I actually really liked. And I'll tell you why I liked Uzaki-chan, because uh, for all the shit that she pulls, uh, she gets it right back. Like, it's literally just two people mutually fucking with each other. As is the nature of friendship. 
Very true. Very true. But uh, the rest like, of the bullying su- subgenre. Yeah, like I, I, re- I almost, re- I refuse to touch that with a ten foot pole. I heard that like the N- Nagataro. Yeah, that one. That's the other big one that I know about. Yeah, I tried watching that. And I'm like, oh, this is <laughs> no. <laughs> So it's bad. It's just why would someone want this at all? Yeah. For context, in the um, Nagatoro, Nagatoro, whatever it's called, she's literally bullying a guy. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's literally just a guy who's getting bullied by it's, one of his classmates. It's literally a nerdy guy getting bullied by his like, uh, I think she's popular classmate. Yeah. Yeah. That's literally the plot of it. And then they fall in love. Because that works. And there's also... Uh, maybe it's Stockholm Syndrome. <laughs> maybe. There's also Takagi-san. Yes, there's that one. Which is another one. I like the sequel a lot more than the original. Because the original is kind of in the same vein of girl bullies boy until they fall in love. But the sequel ha- adds a daughter to the mix and then they all get to like prank each other and it's it's just good fun yeah like the sequel's good fun that, that's that's why i actually like yuzuki chan because it's not just i mean yeah it's her fucking with him but like there's mutual fuckery going on and also they like are like actually friends like it's not just like hey i'm gonna find this guy and make his life miserable no like they were they actually knew each other for quite some time and then they became like actual friends and then the fuckery began <laughs> I think that's uh pretty pretty normal for friendship. Yes. All things considered. <laughs> it's... Pretty natural friendship. And but yeah, just like the straight up bullying uh series. I don't get it. You don't get it. It's Yeah, hey, I just met you. Now I want uh, now I want to literally ride you like a horse and I just remember that one out of context screen cap, which is literally just like her sitting on his back, uh, like screaming yeehaw, and then like her friends walk in, and then they just slowly close the door and walk away. (laughs) (laughs) When bullying backfires. (laughs) Screw that. Good times. Uh... Senko-san, which is literally just Kobayashi, but Kobayashi would just a dude. And also foxes instead of dragons. Yeah. And also she's actually like 800 years old, but she's actually like 800 years old and it's old and it's a bad hip and stuff. That's kind of funny. It's mildly interesting. Yeah. Senko-san's also a little different since it's uh, part of the... I don't know what to call it, but like the relaxation... Slice yes. of life, where it's like focused around giving you like a chance to decompress. It's basically from visual work. AS. It's basically combination auditory and visual ASMR. Yeah, very much so. And it's also like, oh man, I can relate to the protagonist so hard, and I I wish I had a Senko song to clean my ears or something. <laughs> Yeah, it's like uh, it's, th- 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 there's a lot more of that. Like there's there's manga I read. There's one about a ghost spirit, which is like that's also really that's actually really freaking sad because the reason why there's like a small child ghost spirit is because this child died, like worked to death, like hundreds of years ago, and has just stuck around haunting an office building ever since, watching other people work themselves to death. That's rough. <laughs> then she meets the main character, and she's like, Oh, you must leave. Ooh, I'm going to haunt you. And the main character's like, Oh, hey, it's a little, little ghost child. That's that's adorable. And then they adopt a demon cat. And it's one big happy family. Yay. Yeah. Suppose there's just the... Just the, the two. The two left. For me to bitch about the okay. the big ones. Oh boy. <clears throat> uh, Tony Kawa and Kaguya Samba. 
So you already bitched about these guys a little bit. Yes. Ordinarily, I actually wouldn't have put these on the list because they do at least, like, have... Like, they, they're on the borderline again, and that they have, like, some, like, interweaving plot. I, I guess Kaguya-sama actually has, like, a, like, actual plot plot, rather than just, like, slice-of-life plot. Uh, Tony Kawa's just... Dude breaks both his legs in a tragic car accident, uh, stumbles off, and... As he lay dying, he hallucinates. <laughs> These shows are okay. They are decent. They are they are respectable. Uh, if... He's only priming you so that he can skewer them in a second. Yes. Uh, like I, I actually, actually, when Kagi Sama started airing, I talked it up to you. I remember. Yes. I told you to not sleep on it because it was actually it was really really good. Yeah, I think we ended up watching the first season together. Uh, no, we, yeah, we watched the first season together, and then I saw there was a second season right. coming out, yes. and then I started watching the the second season. And you were like, "Don't sleep on this." Yeah, yeah, it's super funny. And then you 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 just kind of stopped. Yes, I just kind of stopped because I can't go five feet on the internet. Without someone saying, oh my god, this is the greatest thing ever, right? And I know that I'm, like, putting words in other people's mouth, but I don't care. I literally can't go five feet without people talking about it. And ordinarily, it's a good thing. Because it is good, but... There's so many other things. <laughs> it's like it's like when, like, one... It's like, uh, when you're watching the news... And, like, there's something on the news, and then you look at the ticker down below, and you're like, huh, they're talking about how Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie might be getting back together, but apparently 30 people died in a bridge collapse yesterday. That's super, that's super interesting. It's flashy, and it gets a lot of attention, but it's not better than... I'm trying not to sound like an asshole, but you know I don't care anymore. I call me an asshole. I am an asshole. You are an uh, asshole. <laughs> I've never really been shy about admitting it either, but <laughs> it's not better than like all the other things out there. It's good. It is it is very funny. You will you will not regret watching it. Jesus Christ, talk about literally anything else. It from what you're saying about it, kind of reminds me of like uh, shonen anime, and people will be like, "Oh, this is the greatest thing ever," and they're like, you know, they'll talk about Dragon Ball Z, and they'll be like, "God, oh, this is the greatest thing ever," but there are other things. Yes, it's and we can all agree Dragon Ball Z kind of kind of lost it after the move to Super. I mean, you're talking to me, a guy who's yeah, I who's don't never know either. Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> I mean, admittedly, I'm only saying hearsay, so don't quote me on that. But, <sighs> but yeah, I get what you mean. Like, just a severe oversaturation. I remember last year, I think right before we started doing anime stroganoff, there was the R anime best girl. Poll. Yes. Yes. yes, there was. We were following that religiously. I think I think it actually went in to the start of Anime Stroganoff, actually. Yes, that it was, did. That was still going on when we started it. And... Yes. And I remember we planned to do, like, a mention about it. And then we were like, ah, no, that's going to get out of date really quickly. But... Yeah, no time, no, no out of date, like, literally a year after it happened. <laughs> but, uh... Yeah. But on I, one hand, yeah, I don't want to come across as salty just because Holo like made it to like the top four and lost. Yeah. But on the other hand, can we talk about the fact that Holo, a character from a show that last aired in two thousand and nine, this that's when the that's when the second season of Spice and Wolf came out, made it to the top four. And lost, like, didn't, didn't, didn't someone mention how literally, like, no characters have ever won one of the r slash anime waifu wars if they haven't had a, 
spin-off or a sequel season or aired in like the past two years. I think so. And that trend does continue, but Holo got really damn close. She got so close. And you know what? I'm just gonna I'm just gonna take my ball and be pr- I'm just gonna be proud of that one. Because you know what? Yeah. That was in twenty twenty. Eleven years after the last last uh episode of Spice and Wolf aired. And she made it to number four. That's the staying power of Spice and Wolf. What's going to happen in ten years to Kagesama? Six seasons and a movie. <laughs> like, what, like, of all the seasonal slice of lives, how many are still, like, culturally relevant to where they could do that today? That's that's my that's one of my main problems with 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 uh, seasonal slice of life. I'd have to say, like, yes, they they get so much attention, and then they're immediately forgotten about. Uh, remember when Kill Me Baby came out? No, <laughs> that came out in that came out in twenty twelve. That thing was memed. That, that apparently like the the like the ending dance and everything was like super memed. Uh, I actually found a I found a I found a version of it in the yeah. whatchamacallit? Well what was it? Honkai Impact Third manga. Yes. I found a reference to it. I actually still see like the like, who's talking no one's talking about it anymore. Because and actually I quite liked Kill Me Baby. I went in expecting like very dark humor, but I just got a ton of extremely violent slapstick. But that was still really funny, so... <laughs> yeah. What lasting impact has that had? The ending? Yes, the ending. The meme. Nothing Nothing of the actual substance of it lasted. Uh, Holy, didn't Squid Girl come around the same time, actually? I think so. 2010. 2010 was when Squid Girl started airing. What impact has that had on the modern day? Like... I think the only slice of life that could be that had any sort of impact on the modern day still, I think, is K-On? Yes. Would I, would I be wrong in saying that? No, I no, wouldn't. No, absolutely not. So, one. <laughs> one show. There's like, there, how many uh, how many seasonal slice of life came out this, this year, this season? Oof. Like, five? Yeah, ten? something like that. How many Not came out last many. season? Like three, four, something like that. They, they they're people, a nice consumable people snap them up. Thing. They never shut up about them. Like, hey, can we talk about this? Like, this like has a has a lot of potential and could have like potentially you know lasting you know effects on like culture in the future. Nah, Kaguya-sama. There's a JoJo's reference. Like, oh, hey, like, can we can we talk about this? Like, you know, this, I feel, has a lot of artistic merit. Hey, Tony Kawa, doesn't this screen cap look relatable, lol? I, I, I tried to promise myself at the start of this that I wouldn't just start bitching, but I threw that Too out late. immediately because there's no point in not just bitching, because that's what this is. This is just one guy sitting in a room bitching into a microphone about things he doesn't like. Yeah. I mean, isn't that... The synthesis of the anime community, though. <laughs> Isn't that just all of us? Not all of us have a microphone, but we've all got, well, hopefully, we all have a room. Um, topic for another day. But we're all just sitting around bitching about stuff we don't like in, in stuff we either do or don't like doesn't really matter we will bitch about anything yep gamers rise up wait no <laughs> weaves rise up weaves rise up who's still talking about tony kawa it's been a month two months yeah like a month month and a half maybe anyone still talking about that no uh, no not really yeah exactly my point i, s- <laughs> I want to say i've seen a couple screen caps on anime irl but other than that, no. Not much. Of course, there's nothing wrong with being a ultimately disposable piece of media. Yes, I, I, I feel like I, I must say this. Uh, I'll, I'll say this probably several times over the course of the airing of Anime Stroganoff, but just because something 
is meant to be mass market and just appeal to everyone and be like boiled and inoffensive and whatever doesn't mean it's bad nancy the nancy drew books were literally like cranked out i think at one point like nancy drew and hardy boys or like 36 books in one year came out and everyone's like oh these are these are trash they're gonna ruin the minds of our children like oh probably not if your mind's ruined by the hardy boys then your mind was a lost cause to begin with (laughs) but you know it can turn people on to good things. Like, oh, hey, like, I really like the Hardy Boys. I really like... I, I, I should stop using that as, a, as an example. I really like this cheap, trash, extruded book product. <laughs> hey, you know, there's uh, there's some really... Maybe there's other books I might like. And then they go on to read, you know... Sherlock Holmes. Yeah, Sherlock Holmes. Like, all the classics. I mean, actually, uh, the Hardy Boys was created because... Guys, like, hey, like, kids are reading their parents' mystery novels. So what if we made mystery novels for kids? But, uh, I'll give you an example. Uh, because of Gabriel Dropout, yes, because of Gabriel Dropout, it was a meme that I saw because of Gabriel Dropout that I found out that Shakugan no Shauna was a thing. And that led me to go back and to go and watch uh, first season of Shakugan no Shauna. That came out in 2005, my friends. There was no way I was fighting that on my own. Yeah, and now you won't shut up about it. And now I won't shut up about it. And to be fair, I'm like, hey guys, can we talk about Shakugan no Shauna? No, fuck off. We're talking about Kaguya-sama. All right. But, like, can we still talk about Shakugan no Shauna? It's fine. You can watch these. You can talk about them. That's fine. Take over, take over the internet, because you're gonna do it anyway. It's not like I need to stop you. You're not doing anything wrong. But like, you're just annoying Eli. You're annoying the piss out of me, and I'd really like to talk about literally anything else. Okay, that's great and all, but <laughs> can we can we talk about Kaguya-sama? Like that dynamic, right? <laughs> I haven't actually seen the second season though. I I, I, watched, I watched five episodes of the second season. I suppose the the real the real thing that got to me besides just people not shouting about it was the fact that it's still not going anywhere. I mean, how how many chapters does it take for them to finally become an item? I do not know. I'm Wouldn't saying of the manga. Break the entire premise of the series. You'd think that. <laughs> I mean, they could still have a lot of fun. Having the two main characters, you know, I f- hook up. I, I want you to understand, this is entirely the perspective of someone who has not read the manga, and therefore has no idea of what he's talking about. But I'm pretty sure after they, like, hook up, like, it becomes, like, a drama about their relationship. I mean, it was already a drama about their relationship, but... The question yeah. stops being, will they, won't they, and starts becoming, what could happen, what could, what could happen to them? Yeah. Plus, you got like side characters and stuff. Yeah, good old side characters. Good old side characters. Good old Chika. Yeah, so glad you know everyone. Yeah, look, Chika. She did a face. She did a dance. Yeah. I can't. I can't shit on Chika. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How dare you bring a, bring Chika into this? I mean, Chika. <laughs> Oh, Chika, okay, okay, good. I was like, what the fuck? Why are you dissing Chika? No, no, Chika's great. Chika's actually great. Uh, I mean, Chika Chika. did get memed back in the day, but that's not a slice of life, so we're not talking about it. Yeah, that's not a slice of life, so you're allowed... Yeah, that's fine. Uh, Like, Chika. Yeah. She's she's got pink hair. She's she's a dumbass. Yeah. Those two character traits, yeah. She, she She has other character traits. And she does a dance. In one of the endings. And she's best known for the dance, I think. She's best known for the dance, yeah. <sighs> we pro- we didn't mention this earlier when we were talking about the best girl competition, but uh, for context, Kaguya won. Yeah, everyone knew she was going to win, but... Yeah. Yeah. Everyone, everyone knew it, but uh, hey, uh, uh, I can dream that Hibiki Symphogear... Can get past round two. <laughs> of, like, the final six, wasn't, like, three of them from Kaguya-sama? Wasn't it, uh... Yeah. Hayasaka... Hi- the ninja maid. 
yes, wasn't Hayasaka. it her, Chika, and Kaguya? Yeah. Versus a character from Bunny Girl Senpai, Holo, and some other person. I don't know. I think there might have been four. It might have been four from Kaguya. I literally don't know. I don't remember. Because, you know, there was eight going into the top four. Oh, yeah. That's how brackets I know Hayasaka and Chika were there. And I know that all of the Kaguya-sama characters were on one side of the bracket. (laughs) Except for one who was on the other side. And then then I think it was... Kaguya versus Hayasaka in the fu- in the finals, and then Kaguya won. Yeah, we're a little bitter about that. We're st- we are bitter to this day. Just two, just two, just two nerds being incredibly salty over pictures of characters from moving pictures being rated higher or lower than each other by like fifty thousand other sweaty nerds. <laughs> That's what this is. Yeah, you're I mean, not that, wrong. That, that's the definition of living in the first world. You get to care incredibly, incredibly deeply over incredibly tiny things. Yeah. Good times. <sighs> Good times. But yeah, there's. I don't hate Slice of Lights. I, uh, I, I, I like, I, I like, and I will continue to watch Slice of Lights. You just hope that they'll evolve a bit. Yes. So that they're not purely disposable series for one-time enjoyment, or one-season enjoyment, and then completely forgetting about it. Yeah, I mean, that's that's one of the reasons why I, why I completely listed, like, Slice of Life with, like, you know, some sort of narrative focus to them as completely different. Like, Girls Last Tour, that's, that's literally going to be its own episode one day. Uh, one of these like days school live um kino's journey uh elena those sorts of deals yeah no those are those are slice of life technically but i mean they're of a different breed they are of a different breed and there's there's cooking shows you know even if even if you don't like the slice of life element you at least learn a fun recipe out of it that's true plus you get to look at food and yeah, you get to look at food. Who doesn't like looking at food? You get to look at the the thing that anime does the best. Pictures of food. <laughs> For some unknown reason. <laughs> Why does the food always look good? I think I think there was either yeah, there was a, there was a Gigak video. There's there's one. actually a very good Gigak video on this. Yeah, actually. Uh just entirely about the food in anime. And not about not about like cooking anime, although I think he touches on that. Like the food in anime. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's a, that's a great thing. Give that a watch. Um, yeah, it's the ta- the main takeaway is just that food and anime is really weirdly sucka good or done really well, even if the rest of the show looks like yeah. <laughs> I have a I have a video saved on my computer. It's literally just uh like cut like cut scenes from various anime. Uh, just set to like calming, relaxing music, just of food, and it it's it's hypnotic. It's it's literally like combination auditory and visual ASMR. <laughs> but yeah, uh, slice of lights. I have very strong opinions over a very tiny thing, <laughs> and I I just had to make my displeasure known to. All the people out there. I had to preserve it for. I had to preserve it for posterity. We'll update this in about two years. <laughs> yeah, this, this. Yeah, it's just like part one. Part one of twelve. Part, yeah, part one of twelve. Uh, and look forward to the time where I get to bitch about isekai in the same manner, because there's a fuck ton of isekai. Until they stop. Until they just stop making anime. Uh, they're never gonna stop making slice of lives. Uh, I don't think Isekai is going anywhere anytime soon either. Uh, so it, it might disappear sooner than you think. Uh, here's hoping. Well, all I'm saying is there's a lot of fantasy manga out there that have premises similar to Isekai, but they're not Isekai. So you know what's up with that? Like uh, that one show you're watching. This season. Yes. Uh, Dungeon Boonies. Uh, another glorious pseudo-Sakai. 
Yes. Like if at if you glance at it, you're like, oh, this is an this is just an East guy. It's a trash East guy. Whatever. Moving on. But it's not. That's also probably another show that probably fits the seasonal slice of life label. Yeah, probably. It's stupid. It's funny. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's funny because it's so stupid. Yeah. It probably falls more into like the parody genre than yeah. the slice of life genre. But whatever. Whatever. Uh I think that's about it for my rant. There's there's so many <laughs> I, I haven't even I haven't even I think I touched half of the ones on my list of ones that I could remember <laughs> in some way, shape, or form. There's there's literally so many of these. They will never stop making these. Yeah, and well in a year, when we do part two, you'll have even more to talk about. Oh boy. I hate watching these. I don't hate watching these. I I watch them way more. I hate watching these, but I love watching these. I do it to myself, and I really shouldn't complain. But that's 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 the true essence of anime storytelling. We make ourselves suffer for your enjoyment. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what's that one song? You do it to yourself. <laughs> yeah. The the words of the great philosopher uh, Mick Jagger. Or I don't think it's Mick Jagger, but you do it to yourself, badow now, and that's why it hurts. <laughs> Until next time. Oh wait, hold on. We got a Discord plug. If you if you liked my hot takes, or more likely, if you think I'm just dead ass wrong, uh, please feel free to let me know. Please bitch to me personally. <laughs> I I promise I will be receptive of your criticism. Very receptive. <laughs> and uh, to find him, just go to the Anime Stroganoff Discord server. Follow us on Twitter, visit our website, and uh, share this with your friends. Yeah, share this with your friends. Until next time, I have been Eli. And I've been Lilith. And this has been Anime Stroganoff. <laughs>